hello, hello. Welcome to Life with the Girlfriends with Christine, Marie, and Julie. Hello, Julie. Hello, Christine. How are you doing today? You going to call me Mama today? Or I'm going to call you Mama. I'll call you Dada. I'll call you Christine Marie. This week, I only had to pretend to be you once or twice. Mm-hmm. That's, a, that's a small amount. That was a small week, right? Because I, I usually just... And one time, it's so funny because at the vet, I am known as... Christy. Because of my email address. Right. And I just Christy never girl. corrected them. Mm-hmm. And so, unfortunately, when Norm comes in, he's like, oh, are you, you know, are you Christy's, you know, like, well, I'm Christy's husband. And you're like, uh, like, okay. <laughs> I'm like, I'm, I'm like, I don't need to correct anybody just yet either. <laughs> and I think he might have gone, oh, you've met Christy? <laughs> you know. Well, that one girl who's not even, last week you, you know, you did the, 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 the bread run right. one day. Um, and it was you get up at four or something, and I get up at three to be. I get up at two to be on the road by three to be there by four. Yeah, so you were you were you were tired, and you had you were on your way home. Yep. And uh, Dad said, "Can you stop at the vets and get some dog food?" Yes, we call Only it the premium dog. Only one hundred and fifty dollars yeah. a bag. You yes. Know? He like we we pick, we we add him up. He's like two hundred and fifty dollars a month for us. sure. Yeah. Which I will talk about this later, but the Pope is now very upset with me yeah. because I have a fur baby, have a not fur a real baby. baby. Yeah. So I, Pope, I will have to try and I, I'm thinking in my mind how to rectify this. Even but, though my but, womb is like Sarah. <laughs> Sarah's womb. Be careful though. Yeah, I know. Be careful. Be careful. <laughs> I do not, but trust me, mommy, I do not have enough faith for that. <laughs> <laughs> Nor does Doug have the faith of Abraham. <laughs> so don't have to worry about that problem. <laughs> That's for sure. That's for sure. I so we were at the, we were, you were at the, the, the vet getting yes. the food. And you you said, because uh, you can't go inside anymore. You only, they have to go outside and right. bring everything to you. So you were waiting in the car. And you said, oh, it's so nice and roasty and toasty. And I was waiting and waiting and I just fell asleep. And... I look up and there's this the woman is waiting there with a hundred pounds of dog food. Yeah, and uh, I wake up. You know, you wake up and then uh, I guess the whole week, every time they called you or talked to you, it was like, "Are you getting enough sleep? Yeah. Are you?" Awake? It was one of those weeks where they had to call me a lot. Yeah, because they had misplaced Elliot's rabies tags. Yeah, so they like. Hi, Christy. Hi. Are, are you sleeping? Are you enough sleep? I know it's hard when you work nights. And I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> and, and now, and I was just comfortable. senior care shots yeah. and things like I was, that. Yeah, exactly. And and so they, they just, you know, uh, um, I, I, just, I, I just felt like now they know way too much. But the truth is, I was just enjoying the moment. Mm-hmm. I had the heat on. It was cold outside. The sun was blaring. Mm-hmm. In the, you know, mm-hmm. I was, I don't even think I had. And you knew it, you knew it wasn't going to go on forever. No. And I also knew that they weren't going to be out in two minutes. Mm-hmm. They were going to be out. They said, we'll be out in a little bit. Mm-hmm. They had a whole row of people. So I'm thinking they had to pick up a you dog. Yeah, I didn't minutes. know. Yeah. Could have been 10, 15 That's a nice minutes. nap. That's a beautiful nice nap, especially when you're just sitting, not, not mm-hmm. anticipating a nice nap. Mm-hmm. And, um, because what happens, and I, if, I'm not a big coffee drinker, but I will have coffee with like cream and you know sugar and all that good stuff to make it more like a dessert. Mm-hmm. But at some point, you you know you're like 20 minutes from home, mm-hmm. and you are tired, and you're like either going to eat the entire, either I'm going to go buy a bag of chips and eat mm-hmm. the entire way home, mm-hmm. or go get a coffee, or I'm going to take a little cat nap. Mm-hmm. And I chose to take a little cat nap. That's right, and that's what I did. And then I got. You know, caught up in like, oh my gosh, Christy just fell asleep. I'm like, thank God I go by Christy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
hardly any of our people waiting for us <laughs> fall asleep. Fall asleep. <laughs> How long was she out there? <laughs> so let's do talk about the Pope Francis. Is that? Is I know. That isn't that weird? I just don't know his name. Oh yes, God. it is. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, so... I was hearing. Was it a couple di- days ago? I, I, a little bit, a couple, three or four days ago, I think. Mm-hmm. He did his little spiel in front of his congregation, where he's on top. Of, I think where he's. Yeah. Well, it's the New Year. Yeah, it's the New Year. But so he was really talk, and I don't know the specifics because I, mm-hmm. I just heard about through you know. You media heard about channel. it? Who heard somebody who heard about it? Yes, one of those dealers. But I heard his voice. They played his recording of the mm-hmm. thing. Was it in Italian? Mm. Or he's German or no? He's Polish, isn't he? You know what? That is so wild. No, he's is he Argentinian? Or? I don't know. I don't know. But now that I you say that, I don't mm. know how I heard it. Did yeah. I hear it like dubbed? Yeah. Or you know, now I don't know mm. how I heard it because my mm. brain would have just transferred it as like, uh, you know, yada yada mm. yada. But here was the gifs. The Pope was a little upset with us because of the fact that. People are, instead of having more than, sometimes just only, if you're having just one child, you are filling your love quotient with fur babies. Like you may have two mm-hmm. two dogs and two cats, but one child. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you might not have any kids at all mm-hmm. and have like three dogs, two cats, what? a bird, a couple of fish. And he is suggesting that we are closing off our future humanity by caring by mm. by not accepting the fact that we should love babies as mm-hmm. much as pets. dog pets, and I get it. The, the, but I will say this as a as a lover of my dogs, um, they're they're um, they're less of, <laughs> of a commitment. Mm-hmm. I know. I love Elliot. I love Elliot, but I know that we're in it for about. 15 years max mm-hmm. you know and i'm like oh that's sweet you know i, I can handle that for 15 i can um, do that yeah. as he's barking as he's in the background barking, and jumping and on the furniture jumping on the sofa. and he knows the door's closed so yeah. he cannot go he knows that the house is his right yeah. now he knows it yeah. he knows it so yeah so um where a child god willing is a little more of a lifetime commitment mm-hmm. <laughs> of worry and it is true you know when you when you have a child even though some people say it's no biggie, you know? Yeah. When you have a child, your life changes. No shit. <laughs> and um, you become, it, it's like all of a sudden your heart is on the outside of your body. Right. It's like everything. I, I was watching some stu- TV show, some stupid show, I'm sure. And they said, you are this, they said, you know, you are the happiest your saddest child is. I know what that show was. What? I think it was Big Sky. I think it was last season. Uh-huh. And I think it was the crazy mom. <laughs> it was like uh-huh. a little inappropriate uh-huh. with, her, with his new serial killer son. Oh. Yes. I think so. <laughs> so <laughs> and she's dead now. She's dead now. Yeah. Killed by her son, by yeah, the way. Yeah. Uh-huh. I'm not giving anything. It was last season, people. Uh-huh. You know. You're only as happy as your saddest child. Yeah, as your saddest child. Mm. And you're like, mm. now we know, it, like, if you follow Anon from, you know, Road, to, road Dharma, to Dharma, you are responsible for your own feelings. That's right. And your children are as well. You're not at a certain point. You, they are responsible for their own journey. Yeah. And that. And we, also, what if, what if you're 
your your child is only as happy as its parent. Oh, well, see, that is... I'm going to turn the can, tables. Can I just applaud you on that? I'll take that. Because that is true. Typically, children are as only happy as their their saddest parent. Yeah. Uh, or their happiest parent. No, their yeah. saddest parent. Yeah. <laughs> and the reason why is because when you're in a close family connection, you love each other. You yeah. want people to be happy. Or at least... In that, in, yeah. that, in that stream of consciousness, I'm working towards being happy. I was listening to, I don't, I don't know if it was, it was one of the faith-based channels yeah. last night. And they were talking about um, Kenneth Hagin, who's passed away, obviously, yeah. decades ago. Mm-hmm. But his, he was a famous, yeah. famous faith teacher. Yeah. And they were talking about his childhood. And he, they said that his mom was schizophrenic. Mm. And he was the only child. And he said that from the age of like around four or five where he was even began to be, you know, conscious that somehow he was made responsible because his mom would end, go into these spells and she would take the kitchen knife and threaten to kill herself. Oh and he God. would be have to be responsible for hiding all the knives Aww, or, or taking the, you know, talking her down or, or yeah. whatever. And, um, I could, and then she would get sane again, yeah. And he and and she wouldn't even have any recollection that she wanted to hurt herself, yeah. you know. And then she did and, it to her son because I'm sure in her sane yeah. state, she'd be like, "This can't, this is not right." Yeah. So <laughs> you know? it's interesting to to think, you know, what that environment produced this great man of faith. You well, know? see, isn't that interesting? Yeah. Because when you hear people who have have these ama- or like these very very wide-reaching lives their background usually Mm -hmm. comes from a real big sorrow or suffering sorrow trauma yeah and it could be because at that moment their heart is knocked you know is is cracked open more yes and and it then expands and they go well i want to help people in a in a non-selfish bigger ass Mm -hmm. way we know I can because you can because you can't yeah we know what it looks like when people want to help people to the end result of making their pocketbooks as big sure. as possible. Yeah. And um but I, what people want to help people and then the end result is what they want them to look like. Oh exactly. You know, I'm helping you but you're not doing what I want you to do. Exactly. I withdraw my I withdraw I withdraw my support. My support. Yeah. yeah um I was However, gonna, can I, I yeah. I, however, there is a t- new TV show on yeah. called I think it's called Ranch Kids Celebrity yes. Kids. Yes. And these are actual kids of celebrities, and they have no connection to real life. No. They've, one, one person said, they said, you know, hey, well, let's cook up a hamburger. And they go, well, well where's the chef? Like, well, <laughs> no. No, we're going to cook the ham- I've never cooked anything in my life. I just order from my chef. No. Yeah. See, yeah. I always. I mean. And, and, that's and, their and, life. Yeah. And there's a couple of real dick kids. Um, yeah. Shaquille O'Neal's kid is a proper D, D really? bag. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'll tell you who's not is um, oh who's the guy from Baywatch? Tazloff. Yeah. His daughter is really sweet, and also Pat Benatar's daughter. Oh, that's interesting. Is sweet. Um, um, there was another. There's a rapper's girl, Easy E. I don't know. She's like totally not even. You know, not there. Like, not, like, okay. not even. Well, he, one guy goes. Uh, this one guy was a wrestler's kid. Yeah, and he's already a wrestler. And yeah. he's like, they they earned everything they got. You know. Yeah. He's like, why did you come here? 
you know, if you're not willing to work on this ranch, yeah. you know, and it was kind of cute because they had to shear sheep. And um, part of their job is that when the she- when they have to hold the the sheep. Yeah. And they said, you have to shear all the, all the part of the animal, even the butthole. Ooh. And the butthole, he said, nine times out of ten, or ra- around there, is going to be dingleberries. Yes. And they're like, Ding- what's a dingleberry? And <laughs> we they, know what a sh- dingleberry is. <laughs> yeah. and I, if you had a dog. You know. And they go, well, we have dogs, but... You know, we take them to the, you know, yeah, people we, come to our home. I go, we they, are. <laughs> they must clean the dingleberries. I don't know. My butler, I think, washes <laughs> my dog every night. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how it happens. Yeah, it just happens. Yeah. And, and the, and the um, so they, so the two girls like, oh, you know, they had three sheep to do. And they're yeah. like, we do not have to touch these dingleberries. I've got some great it's like $50 a bottle shampoo. Let's just shampoo their butts first, and then then we can cheer. Think now the box. Love it. Out. And they were so happy with themselves. And the guys go, do you really need to wash their butts first? It's going to just, the, it's the, you know, the wool's coming. And they're like, no, we're not going to do this. How about you? How about wearing gloves? Nope, we're going to wash their butts. So they got the shampoo out. They got one sheep out, washed its butt, and it escaped from them. And they spent the rest of the day trying to find that sheep. And the, and the guy goes, you better find that la- that sheep. And so the next day they went to all the ranches. Yeah. And they found this one herd. And the owner said, yeah, he goes, I am I am counting one more than I normally have. Yeah. He said, but I don't know. You have to go find it. Yeah. And so they had to smell every little sheep's butt because they knew that one of those little sheep's butt yeah. is going to smell like Nexus or Redkin. <laughs> and they found it. And they found and it. And they found it. I give them much credit. Cur- cur- you know, I give them an A plus for effort. Yeah. They f- they took that task and took it to its natural conclusion for yeah. them. Yeah. You know, that's great. Never one of them is going like, you know, like, where's the gym at? They go, you you're, you work from seven to seven here. Yeah, you don't need a gym. You don't need a gym, people. Trust <laughs> me. Uh, yeah, it's, well, good for the, you know. It's kind of fun. I mean, my first brings it home. Cynical thought was like, mm-hmm. oh, they need they need more Instagramable pictures for their Instagram things, and they're running out of content. So. But that's really true. They, they they one of the one of the girls, which I think was that Easy E girl. Yeah, um, hers his daughter. She said, "Look at those horses' feet. Aren't they Instagrammable?" And the 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 the, the owner, yeah. Said, what does that mean? <laughs> they're 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 shooed. They're clean. They're beautiful. What's Instagrammable mean? And she's like, oh, 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 dumb rancher. Yeah, don't know what that is. I'll tell you who's a nice kid is Ray Parker Jr.'s kid. Oh, cute. He's a nice man. He's a nice boy. Can I just say one thing though about mm-hmm. all this? I want to tell you another kid too. It's oh, crazy. Go, go ahead. Billy Bob Thornton's kid. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I can I don't, imagine I that. don't picture him lasting. I can imagine him being a little off the rocker because he's doesn't I don't think the apple falls far from the tree. Right. I mean Billy right. Bob's creative as crap and just like Yeah. I only eat orange colored food, you know? Yeah. And yeah. <laughs> looks like it. He's just he's just an odd, odd bird and but he makes no bones about his um like previous mental states i love that he's in, been in the hospital for oh. you know but it's that kid's generation yeah i mean most of our generation just said get to work no matter what yeah. how much anxiety you have yeah damn it there you is know? something too about working through anxiety because yeah. 
when you are physically in your body and physically active, mm-hmm. that bo- that anxiety does decrease. Move. It, moves. it moves. It moves through you. Yeah. And I think because our jobs are now more sedentary, cerebral too, and yeah. cerebral, that that anxiety does not naturally yeah. move through us. Yeah. I can guarantee you, he doesn't have a job though. Oh, I'm sure not. But <clears throat> the curious thing is though, <clears throat> is that I mean, he's on several medications. Yeah. But the curious thing is, I just watched Billy Bob Thornton's last newest season of Goliath mm-hmm. and it's all about the f- big pharma ah. and he's like big pharma has wrecked our society and all these opioids and how many people they've addicted and then killed you know and and stuff like that and I went uh, you know it's yeah. very interesting yeah I know I mean it's just interesting yeah but at that level you know well uh, exactly is it the fact that we allow that our insurance i don't know i don't want to go down that rabbit hole of like how to solve the pharma thing no but, Joe, but not, i saw the first couple of episodes of a goliath as well yeah you saw the whole season yes it it's he's he's amazing i mean the whole it was all amazing but then you go and watch ricky ricardo or um the ricardos yeah. on amazon yeah. and you're like oh my god that guy's on goliath that girl's on goliath <laughs> Yeah. You know, like, that yeah. girl's on Arrested Development. Yeah. And you're like, oh, wow, these are just working actors. It's kind of like Friends in the sense that eventually they all got together with each other. Yes, exactly. Like they all knew who each other's private parts. Did they? Is that how that worked? Oh, I think so. I, I don't, I'm pretty sure. So on your th- <laughs> I think you're – I think the metaphor is uh, skewed. <laughs> I really do. I mean, like, because, like, I, maybe but may, maybe you're right. Maybe everybody on Goliath has each <laughs> Private parts and everybody. No, no, what I'm saying is like there's a lot of inter interbreeding of the uh, of the streaming of the streaming channels. Yes, yes you're right. Yes. I totally get you. But you know, David Kelly has his name on Goliath. Oh, okay. And you can in in my you know in my, in my I've always thought that he's always produced great you know yeah. good. And things. if I'm not mistaken, I think um, Big Sky. Is a David Goliath, uh, David, David Kelly, Kelly as thing. well. Yeah. And I enjoy that. Yeah. Very interesting. I, I So I want to go back to what you were talking about, about... Um, the Pope? No, no I don't want... We're, pope, I know. Well, <laughs> I had some ideas for the Pope for me later on, but yeah. we'll see. Yeah. But I, you mentioned schizophrenia, how... And I, I was just hearing that... Because we have so many blue screens on, you know, our computer screen, our phone screen, mm-hmm. everything's digital in our homes... Mm-hmm. Our TVs are on when we sleep. At night, we aren't getting those real good REM sleeps, which mm, we know. I believe But that. I still don't. I'm still a bad sleeper. I mean, I still. Mm-hmm. And, and it could be because the fact that I I need to have my TV on when I sleep because I also have watched Paranormal Activity. And I know all that shit only happens when it's really, really dark and really, really quiet in the house. Mm-hmm. You've got a lot of activity in the house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It can't, it yeah. can't dif- differentiate. Like I saw on Paranormal Activity. This guy decided to put GoPros on his doggies. Ah. And so then he, you know, when he got back from work, he watched it. And the, the two doggies were like just like mesmerized. And it was very, very quiet in, the, on the, in their house. And the doggies were just like stopped and, and it was so quiet. And we just heard a whistle. And then all the doggies' ears went up. I got chills. And like, the guy's like, where is that whistle coming in my house? And uh, 
that's why you don't want to put a GoPro on your dog. On your doggy. Yeah. It's not that. It's, I don't really care. Dear, you shouldn't wear a GoPro at night. Oh, please, no. Well, last night I had many occasions where I heard a noise. I believe that. And I'm like, our house is getting noisier. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. what's that? What's yeah. that? What's Might that? be time to leave, Joe. Yeah. <laughs> well, this house is clean. It's just getting older. Yeah. I'm, I'm calling this we house. We sage it a while, every, yes. every, every season. But they were saying that if you have that one symptom of really consistent poor sleep mm-hmm. is having vivid dreams while you're awake, like in the daytime. Awake dreams. Awake dreams. And I'm thinking that could mask itself as schizophrenia. I agree with and you. And so you're just like, mm-hmm. you know, you would really need a real professional and then Jordan Peterson said that mm-hmm. when he, in his, when he, because he's a clinical psychologist, he says one of his first things he does with his clients is they put, they put him on a very consistent sleep schedule mm-hmm. and they try and work with that and get that going. I, 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 you know, that's probably one of your biggest things is that the first thing you do is like good, proper rest. Yeah. You know, and that is the first thing I don't do. And for whatever reason, mama, you're just quieter than usual. Oh, I'm sorry. No, that's okay. I could turn you louder, but I don't know. No, that's fine. That. Okay. Thanks. Um, so yeah, now I want to throw out a very weird fact that mm-hmm. I also heard, which I just found like jaw opening, mind bending, interesting. Mm-hmm. And maybe because we are a family of truck drivers, you know, we used to do container work from mm-hmm. the railroads to their, the last mile. Mm-hmm. I was watching this call, show called um, Jeremy Hammond, I think his name. Big. Jeremy Hammond, big. I think it's what it is. But it was, it was um, remember those three guys from that British show about, um, mm. uh, you know, those cars? I can't think of the name of any of those things. Mm-hmm. But anyway, he's on a tanker filled with containers. Mm-hmm. On the ocean? On the ocean. Mm-hmm. I'm a little nowhere on the ocean. And um, well, I guess that would have been, of course, he's in the ocean. Yeah. But, yeah. And what the most fascinating <clears throat> thing was, I'm just going to ask you this question. If you took those trailers that are on, like those containers on that semi and you mm-hmm. put it on, or on that ship, and you put it on a railroad track, mm-hmm. how long would that railroad track go? Like, how long would that train be mm. if all those are going to be connected by a train? Of all the containers on a on a barge or a ship. Yeah, we're on one on train. Ocean, on one train. Yeah. I'm going to say, I'm going to say uh, 50 miles. Well, I know I'm going high probably. Yeah, but that's close. No. 70. 70 miles long. What? Which just, it's just mind-bending to me. Yeah. That they have that's to- like from here to... Like from our house to Chicago? Yeah. No, well, we're 100 miles away from Chicago. But let's say... Schomburg. Aurora. Oh, yeah. Uh That's one long... Greg's house. From our house to Greg's house. That is one long mother effing train. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And so you're just going... And they... they, Full of product. Full of everything. And they said 90%... Containers that say FedEx on them. Yeah. 90% of everything you touch goes... Has some place gone through a... um, on a ship and that's globally mm-hmm. you know we think that everything comes just to us no 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 it comes all over it goes all over the world mm-hmm. they have these shipping ports all over the place and it's like 90 percent of everything gets touched on a ship and you're I, going, I was thinking about amazing something like that the other day because you were talking about mama i want to think about having a t-shirt business on shopify because yes. i love that 
But where does the cotton come from? Yes. We don't know if it comes from Alabama. No, and then you said you'd be all in if we could do it all locally. Like Yeah, and you anyway, Mama, we don't grow cotton locally. Yeah, and I said and you go, I don't know. What about wool? We got some sheep in bed. I'm like, Well, that is a possibility. And then I said, What about the polyester type? And you're like, Well, they're getting really good, the materials. And I go, I'd be open if it was a really soft polyester, I'd be open to it. And then we had this huge discussion and so we kinda of agree on something. Yeah. That was good. <laughs> Does this wool have dingleberries on it? Yes. Well, that's the thing. At some point, that wool is washed because you just don't want to buy a hundred dollar wool sweater in wool light. Yeah. <laughs> yes, mother. Boom, boom, boom. Oh, speaking of jokes, boom, boom. No, yeah, no. Uh, we we heard through the grapevine that we missed an opportunity for a very, very, very good joke. Uh, you know what? It was so sad because you thought you you had you thought you did it you thought you did a noble job, Gregory, my son, your brother. Yeah, my brother. I said, did you hear the podcast last week? Because I was fairly proud of us mm-hmm. because we started out the the podcast talking about this one um, sort of D list celebrity who was making six figures a month selling her farts. Yes, you know she was a fart seller, and I. <laughs> You just gave it away. What the hell? Okay. Sorry, people. Okay, keep the... We're so, editing that out. No. So we're not. leaving it in. Okay. And so then anyway, we got to the end of the show and you yeah. said, Julie... No, you said, Mama... How was the show? How was the show? And I said, well, my daddy said there's always two kinds of people in this life. And you went, what, what are those two? And I said, there's smart fellers and then there's... Fart smellers. Badoom boom, right? Badoom boom. And then, but then Greg said, Mama, Julie, you missed a great opportunity. Because there, now there's three types. There's smart fellas, fart smellers, and now fart sellers. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and we went, oh, my, OMG. Yeah. OMG. Yeah. OMG. I know. Can I throw another weird statistic or fact that I heard over yes. the week? Yes. That 60% of everything that's created online is created by a bot, for a bot. Like, every, <laughs> it's, like it's like there's 60%. Yeah. Because for whatever... I'm sorry, that was funny to me when you said uh, buy a bot for a bot. Because <laughs> I can just picture like, come on, I need more content. I need more content. I, uh, I'm, exactly. I'm creating over here. I need more... Me up, you know? I, mean, I need more content for this yeah, person. Yeah. And I need to watch I got more content. Julie Peters over here. She needs some more. She needs to be fed some more um, uh, content on uh, on how to install anti-theft devices or something. Well, and it was interesting because I, I never got this. I, I do get this a little bit. But mm-hmm. I was listening to Sam Harris and he was saying that he was dealing with some uh, – unfavorable people on his like people that were not happy with him mm-hmm. um over the course of the I year i know you told me that and i said who could be unhappy with sam i know he seems so transparent and so forth mm-hmm. but he said through the course of this year there were several times people said why aren't you having so and so on why aren't you having so and so on this would be a great topic for debate and he's like i just i just feel like there's if there's no debate on this topic mm-hmm. I don't want to even engage or give it one more hour of content. Mm-hmm. I just That's don't. Beautiful. I don't want to do it. I I I agree with that. It's like, it's like um, 
I, I wish I could own this, but someone said, I'm not giving it any oxygen. Oh, I love that. Yeah. I and love I can that. you just like imagine like, mm. it's like taking a candle and just like putting one of those candle sniffers over like, yes, like flame, like, like flame. the Pope has, or yeah. as he has, yeah. as his altar boys would yeah. have. Yeah. Just take that thing. Exactly. Enough of that. Right. Exactly. So, um, you know, just out of curiosity, if you had like a, a votive candle on a table, and then you had a ball jar, but the ball jar was filled with a fart, because and a fart typically has methane gas. Would it, and then there's a lid on it. Well, you take the lid off, yeah, quickly upside down, yeah. and you use the ball jar yeah. to snuff out the candle. Oh, would the would the would the candle make an explosion? A slight explosion. Yeah. I'm not saying it's going to blow your house up. No, but would the would the ball jar ignite in some fanciful way? And I'm thinking that challenge accepted. <laughs> <laughs> Challenge accepted. I, by next week, I will let you know. That's your first pilgrimage. Yeah, my first pilgrimage. If we're, if we're, yes, is to is to. We got ball jars, girlfriend. I know we do, and now I have my homemade soup in it, which I love. And you will soon have your homemade. <laughs> That's what happens with Julie's soup. Exactly. You can you eat it, and within twenty minutes. It, it goes through you. It does. It, that is the whole point of my homemade soup. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and to make the house smell good, which is now now more important than ever because now we can smell again. Previously, we yes. couldn't smell, but now we can. Yeah. So, um, I, I love I love the idea. I remember when when Gregory was a little kid. Remember, we decided to light one of his farts. We were on the, like we were like just totally on a um, a rampage, and he was in the. I, the dining room, I remember. Yeah. And he took his pants off. He had his underpants on. And he laid on the floor. And we decided to, you know, yeah. he farted. We let it. And it was... it was Noticeable? He got burned. Oh, he did? Yeah. So to the point, if it wasn't in the... I felt a little guilty. Did you? Did you? A I little? Mean, it was a great joke. Yeah. And, and you were laughing, a, but yeah. under the laughter. Yeah. Under laughter. Because also, yeah. you didn't want to, you know, like we tell a kid to walk it off. Yeah. So you didn't want to tell... You don't want to know that, oh, walk by the way... <laughs> Oops. <laughs> I'm glad he didn't see that. Yeah, I'm glad you can't see what just happened there. Walk it off. Walk it off. There was another time, too. There was three, three times in, in his life that I remember. And the other one He time remembers was, more, by the way. Does he remember? <laughs> yeah. But there was the, the time that I put this, this what, are you, what is that stuff, the paper mache or whatever? Yeah. To do a mask. Oh, Jesus. What was that called? Is yeah, it, paper mache. I made all these strips. Yeah. And we, we were trying to make a mask. And he, I only had two little straws. To put in his nose so he could breathe. And he had to sit there for a long time. And I mean, now that I think about it, I would have freaked out. Yeah. And and it's luck, lucky that, I mean, that nothing really bad happened. I forgot you know? about that situation. Yeah. And I and then the, I the second one, let me tell you the second one, the next yeah. one, was when I thought about, we had just gotten a blood pressure machine. Yeah. And I wanted, I thought, I bet you could take your blood pressure if you put it around your oh neck. You were not, you were not a moron. <laughs> you, <laughs> and so I put the cuff around his neck because, you know, your pulse is right there. Yeah. There shouldn't be any reason why you shouldn't get a good reading. But at some point he was like, don't, oh, no, stop. <laughs> take it, get off. It's like too much. And I'm like, yeah, that was That wasn't the best idea. That's not a good idea. So were these during your drinking years? No, possibly. Okay. I mean, I was much younger. Of Remember, course you were. We were 19. When you guys had us, yes. Yeah. Not together. We weren't together conceived and, and yeah. you know, yeah. but we were only one but year But we were apart. probably in our 20s. Yeah, no, no. I, You're still a little, Oh, trust you know, me when I say. I'm naive. 
listen. Are going, back going in the for day, the good you jokes. had no real good TV either. So you needed a distraction. <laughs> I you needed had a, Netflix. <laughs> you, you did, well, you know, what you needed was you had a very active brain. And in those days, it wasn't necessary for a, a woman to get a career. But also, Julie, degree. did you ever notice that we never did it on you? Yeah. You didn't allow us to. Oh, right. Gregory did. That's true. Greg, I, Greg was down for it. Greg was down for it. <laughs> I was like, not down for it. Light my fart? Are you kidding? <laughs> I was, I'm, I'm boys on the floor girls. waiting. Huh? The difference between boys and girls, right? Yeah. Or at least this boy and this girl. Yeah. And I'm not saying which one's which, because that would be just too judgy. I'm not saying who's a boy, who's a girl, but there was a difference between us. <laughs> um, yeah, you're right. I didn't, I didn't uh, allow you to do those things. I think I just go, no, no, no. You wouldn't even allow me to try to put makeup on you. No, I would not. That just was not my scene or yeah. my or my dealio and yeah. so forth. I'm sorry, but no, I know that you've now more makeup for me. <laughs> that's true that's not what i i could see that your little heart was uh yeah you know crushing a little yeah. bit so i said mom please don't put makeup yeah. on me please don't do it i'm not that who i am love me for who i am yeah i'm the girl that wears um socks big socks and thongs yes or what do you call them flip-flops flip-flops yeah they were called thongs back in the day they but were no. they were yeah. but you can't say that now Mm-mm. So what do you think about the Pope suggesting that we are becoming selfish as a community or as, a, as humanity and we are losing our humanity mm-hmm. and we will not have enough people to take care of the old people when we get old? Because Is we, that what he said? Yeah. I think that's what he was implying. Oh, my goodness. He's like, you better be careful, people. You don't have kids now. Who's going to take care of us when we're old? Like that, that, is, the, that, is, an, that is the old way of thinking, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, because it's robots now, Yeah, people. <laughs> I mean, I have seen robots take care of people. Yeah, I have too. And also service dogs. Yes. You mean, can you imagine your doggy going, coming in sniffing like, uh, time for a diaper change. (laughs) And he goes, notifies the robot. (laughs) Robot. Diaper change. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. But I did see on TV this week, oh my God, the most, I mean, precious, darling, sweetest little service dog. It was a shadoodle. A shitsoodoodle? A shitsoodle. Oh. Oh. With darling? It was darling. I wanted to reach through the screen and capture it and kiss it. And so, but why would this be a good service dog? Because they couldn't have weighed more than like no, five pounds. You just, no, it's a little heavier than that. Like it was a little 10 bigger. Or 15 or? Yeah, I would okay. say, but a little bigger because she carried it. Okay. All the time. It looked like a size of a baby, you know. Okay. And it was 100% adorable and she was just had anxiety, but she felt better. Right. And she, she had, I saw it on botched. Okay. And she, and I, this woman was a, a be priorly, but prior was a, a playboy bunny. Of course. And she was darling. Yeah. And she, um, had gone through a very abusive relationship and divorce and was feeling what a lot of women do when they go through divorce, like they weren't enough. Yeah. Or they want to get back into the game. Yeah. And so, she wanted to get a bit of a face lift or whatever. And so she got some, she asked some friends, asked around with, and they said, and she didn't have a lot of money, so they sent her to Tijuana. Oh, goodness gracious. And she came back, and right now she's in her 40s, so she's had this a while, but it's hard to fill her. Oh, no. And it looks like, I, you know, it, it's just so distorted. And she has uh, no uh, feeling 
on the left side of her lips. Oh no! So she can laugh on one side or smile. Oh, no. And um, it's it's tragic because you can tell that she still is, you know got the bright eyes right. and and um, and so she said I was homebound, housebound for many 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 years. And she said what I what people enjoyed about me was that I have this quick wit that I'm funny. And she said so I came to the conclusion if I was going to come out I was going to be a stand up oh, comedian. Good for her. And sort of make fun of myself. Yeah. And, um, but she found that she didn't have the, she needed to hold on to something. Mm. So she would go to these comedy clubs, and but then she got her service dog. And she was able now to shop, to go to stores, to go to her comedy clubs, you know. That's brilliant, by the way. So she went to the, to the botch guys, and I actually said a prayer. I said, Please be able to do something for this woman. Yeah. Because this was just not right. Yeah. And they said they gave her a no because it was just too much, too long. And if they, and it would cut in, they would cut into nerves that would may not ever have blood flow. Oh, no. Yeah. So, so uh, she said, well, I am who I am and I'm going to continue doing, you know, it really is self-deprecating comedy. But that's okay. But that was what she could do. Or that's at the, at the moment. That's what starts right. the first. She's out, though. Yeah, like yeah. the first five minutes. It's like... Uh, and in the, California, you can have your doggies come yeah. in with you. Well, I think... places. Oh, that's nice. But who's the guy that does... It was a comedian that does the, the big show and he takes off his top. He always Yeah, like, Bert Fleischer. Yes. Okay, so yeah. Bert Fleischer takes the first two minutes... To like take his top off and like look at my belly, oh, la, la, la. Mm-hmm. and then he's on to funny right. stuff, right? And twenty percent is self-deprecating and all that stuff. So I mean, it's sort of like yes. you, you get out of the way, and yes. then you can tell the real stuff. Yeah, there's that other comedian. She's had a double mess. Yeah, I was thinking about her too. And she immediately takes off her shirt and does the whole her whole bit. She topless. has, and it was that was. Um, Unusual, <laughs> and it it does feel awkward for about ten minutes, and then you get over it, and you're over it, you get yeah. over it. Like going yeah. on, this is how life is, though. Yeah, you know, you need to give people a beat to get their brain wrapped mm-hmm. around something. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, okay, I'm fine with it, yeah. and it's, then they're over it. You know what? I'm mm. going to tell you something. Tell me, you're Mama. On, you're tell on me. to something. If anybody's ever watched the Osbournes, want to believe? Yes, I have. They, of course, I they have. take Who has it? Jack takes his parents, Ozzy Osbourne, and what's his mom's name? I don't know. Sharon. Sharon Osbourne. Um, they they show them the scariest things. Yeah, you know, and ghosts and para, paranormal stuff, poltergeists, yes. UFOs, and then it's the scariest shit. Yeah, and then they go on a scale of one to ten. On the woohoo scale, where do you rate this uh, alien coming to your front door? I think it's a three. You know, <laughs> oh, I say it's a five, Jack. You're like, you know, not a, we're not we're not we're not we're being trained not to be horrified. Yeah, that there's something in our house throwing knives at us. Exactly. We're just told we're, you know, we're, we have to rate it. Yeah, no, <laughs> we have to rate it. Yeah. What do you think about this? Yeah. Oh, I, totally. They're dodging knives. Oh, an eight. It's, it's pretty good. Well, but, you know. it's funny because there's So, you know, I... like, you know, the next time something major happens in our house. Yes. You know, we're, we're like, we're going to go to it. We're gonna no. Like, oh, that's about a five. a five. Can you do any better than that? No, we're not. Well, you know, the only thing that has really helped me with the idea of paranormal stuff, because I have had experiences. Um, 
is that when you watch Ghost Hunters, the original, now they've, I don't know if the two main characters broke up and, mm-hmm. or they really just want to make more money. Like, hey, if you have your show and mm-hmm. I have my show, we don't have to split the money. They're mm-hmm. like, oh, I like that idea. That's cool. We can still be buddies. You're a millionaire and I'm a millionaire. Yeah. We're all a millionaire. Speaking of that. Yes. We can talk about Tom Brady making oh, Ron Bronkowski. Okay, I'm g- we're going to talk about two millionaire stories. Then. Yeah. That's great. Okay. I love that. You tell that story. Well, first, I'm just going to finish my ghost okay. story. All right. But they said, and this is, gave me hope, that no one has ever died from a paranormal experience. <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, I can what be- about the priest that got thrown out the window in The Exorcist? That was... That was a hyperbole. That's a movie. It was a movie. Yeah. It was done based for, on a real book, uh, based on a real life story. I know they have said based on a boy that I knew growing up. Oh, that's right. That's what you said, right? Well, he lived in East St. Louis. He lived in St. Louis. Yes, right. He went to he went to the. Um, Catholic Did the priest school. die though in that story? In the real life story? Sorry. Did the priest die in a real life story? Oh, I don't know about that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I know that it was based on a, supposedly based on a Catholic kid in St. Louis, but I don't know if a, po- if a pr- you know, a priest got thrown out the window or, mm-hmm. you know, or the whole fly thing. That's kind of a little. Yeah. Oh, so the no, flies. No, that was from, uh, yeah. That um, Amityville Horror. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Did not the- know them. No, good. Did not know <laughs> <laughs> Okay. So. Yeah, I thought this was a very. Um, we're going to talk about that story, that million dollar story. And mm-hmm. um, so, Gorkowski, what's his first name? Ron Bronkowski. Ron Bronkowski. Okay. Um, I got. And we're going to start. Uh, we'll tell about that story in a second. Yes, exactly. Is it okay? Yes. Jill's just get, Jill's <laughs> getting texts all the time. Yes. Okay. No. And no, you will not sell your farts. Tell yes, us I'm, no. <laughs> No, I'm not going to sell my words. I just okay. So here are the two million dollar stories. Ron Gronkowski, something like that. It's Rob, Rob, thank you. Rob Gronkowski, Miami, no, Tampa Buccaneers. Same, same yeah, Tampa same Buccaneers. Da- Tom Brady, Tom team. Brady team, the new Tom Brady team, and so I guess in his contract, Rob's contract, he gets a, a million dollar bonus if he catches so many passes through the year mm-hmm. this is the last game of the season last like, game regular regular right. season game right now their mics are hot or they're you know they've got those uh like uh, referee you know, private you know manager private, mics. Private, yeah, yeah or no like they're they got high, yeah or they got mics on no i think they got those mics pointing at them everywhere oh, so okay. they can pick up conversations oh, got it got it okay and so we hear him go to go to tom like tom because they're winning by a lot, by the way, Tom Brady. So Rob goes to Tom. Does he? Yeah. Uh, okay. He goes, Tom, I need one more. He goes, oh, oh, you need one more? I need one more to get my million dollars. He's like, oh, all right, okay. We got it. We'll, we'll get to you. And he goes, like, okay. And then he goes to the, then they t- go t- out to the field. Fi- they do a fist they bump. They do a fist bump, yeah. He goes, okay, we can do that. And then, and then um, he goes to the coach. He's like, I need one more. I need one more pass. And, and he says, oh, otherwise, stoic. yeah, he goes, otherwise I'm going to have to work for a living. Yeah, I'm going to have to get a job. I'm going to have to get a, a, get a job. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> work for a living. Yeah. And he's like, he's not hearing it. Yeah. But he's like, I get it. But, um. So he lets Tom go out. He lets Tom. And it, it, they're winning by, a, uh, they're winning by a lot. Mm-hmm. So they don't have to let Tom go out. They mm-hmm. shouldn't really because they should protect the, should protect the Shoulder, quarterback or yeah. whatever. So they go out and 
he, you know, Tom throws him a pass. He catches it, it. runs a light, like, yay. Yeah. And and then they all came back and he's like, yay. Did you get a million? Did you, Did you get, million? get a million? I got my million. I got a million. I got my million. So you're buying me dinner. Yeah, I better, you better buy me dinner. You know, yeah. where are we going? Where are we going? Where are yeah. we going? Yeah. And they should all get, It was you know, so sweet. It was sweet because um, what was sweet about it was here we are. At this level, and I and it would be like me, someone saying, "Oh, if I get this, I get a thousand dollars, and I'm one thing away." Mm-hmm. I'm like, "Somebody, somebody, throw me the throw rest. me the ball, throw me, throw just, me the ball." Just want to do it exactly. And I was just thinking, you know, there are people in the world that have um, sticky hands, and it's kind of annoying. Yeah, but here's a case where. It's good to have sticky hands. A hundred percent. Now we had, uh, I was going to say, we had talked about that previously, but the thing is that's a scene in your, in your book. <laughs> I know. So we really didn't talk about it. We did it not talk about that. Is that real? It's like. It's um, a screenplay. Because Julie and I are working on my screenplay. Yes. My, 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 uh, I'm leading this, I'm co-leading. Exactly right. This screenwriters group. And my, my, my little screenplay has to be evaluated. It goes up in front of the. The, the the guys for notes yes and uh, Julie and I are feverishly working on it, on it and one of the scenes is um, yes our 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 sheriff meets a man with sticky hands sticky hands exactly yeah. Yeah. exactly so that was a wonderful million dollar story right yes it was so much fun to watch so much fun to hear yeah. and I love the fact that you were all there to help each other out yeah and like and yeah. what's another million to the no to these what guys that make million? billions of dollars yeah. Give the guy a million dollars for coming close. Yeah. But no, but he needs to hit his target. Yeah. Last game of the season. They all knew that. Yeah. They were like, one way or another, we're yeah. going to get this, you yeah. know? Cool. And then I was watching. Is that a, in our contract, Julie? Yes. <laughs> well, it's funny because I will share this story. I have joined that, uh, I've joined that healthy wage thing. And I thought to myself, if I'm like, my deadline's coming, I'm like one or two pounds away, what am I willing to do <laughs> to win that money? And I thought to myself, maybe it'd be time to, to schedule a colonoscopy. <laughs> if I am that close and I can see I can see the deadline, I'm like going, oh shit, I think I'm going to have to schedule a colonoscopy. Yeah, but what if all the poop is out of you and they still have two pounds to go? Then it's then it's sauna time. It's sauna time. Yeah. It's then it's cutting my hair time. Yeah. If, if I'm one pound away, yeah. Oh, uh, it would be torture if I was like five pounds away. Yeah. And yeah. like and like going, yeah. what's going on? <laughs> Please, <laughs> that would just be torture. I was watching The Housewives last night, and um, and there's the three women are in a sauna. They're taking a sauna, and one has never been in one before. Yeah. And she's like, Oh my god, this is so hot. I can't. Ha- I can't take this. What are we doing? They're just all on towels. Yeah. And she's like, I'm going to pass out. And then, the, and they go, well, you know, we'll go out. Yeah. And she goes, I'm getting out of here. And she goes back like within seconds. Yeah. And they go, oh, are you feeling better? And she had a Jersey Mike sub. <laughs> and she was like, maybe I just need some food. <laughs> you know, you're, so you're sitting in 150 degrees sauna eating a Jersey Mike's. And you know, this you is know, a, I mean, this is the second uh, time she's, is, she's mentioned the uh, sub to me yeah. in the show. The first time Jersey Mike's. And I'm like, is she now as Jersey Mike, you know, uh, everything is own, ownership now? Or, you know, does so, she have a couple of franchises I need to be aware think, of? You think so? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. 
I'm not, but also she does look like she could use a sandwich once in a while compared to the other girls who look like they don't eat ever. Yeah. Oh, this girl eats sandwiches. Yes. She has a sandwich. She has a sandwich. But you know, honestly, we've been watching, I've been watching The Housewives. I'll, I'll own this long enough to know that, you know, it may not be scripted, but we're being, we always are being set up, people. Oh, 100%. I mean, this whole season has been about Heather Dubrow's daughter, her book getting, um, Get to getting to be a bestseller. Yes, 100%. Yeah. And she's 17 years old. And you know what? Why wouldn't a 17-year-old have a best-selling book? Why not? Why not? Based on your bisexuality? Yes, of course. And like we're all in on that. I'm like, you know what? I know. We all are in. And honestly, the older mm-hmm. I get, the less I care about because Because you know you're straight. No, I was going to say I don't care. Like, yeah. You know, it's not that important to us. Well, no, I mean, like I said previously, when I was in high school, I liked girls. Like, I mean, I liked to, I would have preferred to be around girls mm-hmm. than to be around guys. You prefer girls. I prefer to hang out with girls. Right. <laughs> I, I'm not, but if I had a girl, in my, if, but if, I, but if it was known that it was an option to like just date girls, mm-hmm. not that it wasn't an option, it mm-hmm. just wasn't like your first option. I like if you wanted to go to the prom with your best girlfriend. You, went you out can do that. You now. can do that. A bunch yeah. of girls. Now, though, if you go out to the prom with your best girlfriend, mm-hmm. she's now officially your girlfriend. Yeah. And I was like, well, takes well, you out of the pool. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you got to buy her flowers. Like, <laughs> you get a flower. No, I, I get, get a, a flower. flower. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just saying, like, I just don't know what my sexuality would have been like. Yeah. Well, and now I now my hormones are just so mellow. I don't give a shit. Yeah. You just basically <laughs> I'm your a, sexuality is in your. Your little wine glass. Exactly. You know, yeah. I'm like, yeah, whatever. It was it was another interesting story on botch. Can I say can I do I have time? Please. Um This botch must have really botched you up. It was the same episode uh, actually. Because yeah. I don't see you and watching it. It was happened. um a, a, her name was DJ somebody. She was a female DJ. Okay. And uh, she was she's her story was that she was a tomboy through her out her whole life. But at I don't know, nine or 10 years old, she started developing breasts and big breasts. Mm. And she didn't know what to do with them, you know. And then by the time she was like 16 or 17, these breasts were sagging. Mm. And somebody said, you need to just get breast implants and that'll they'll stop it. So I think by the time she was 21, she was starting to be a DJ and also to be a lesbian Mm, okay or you know like girls yeah so she decided to get huge breast implants Mm -hmm. at the time and so so fast forward several years she's a pretty famous lesbian dj she goes to all these she djs at lesbian girls pool parties Mm. outside so they're all wearing little bikini tops. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah, little gosh. tiny things. And she's like, she has to jump around. And so like she has this, uh, epi- you know, kind of an episode where she's has to try on clothes. And every clothes that she has to try on, she has to jump. Okay. Bounce, bounce, bounce. Because she, she that's, that's what she does. I just assume that we didn't have to, if you were a lesbian, you didn't have to. Nope. Yeah, it didn't Sorry. have to be like that. Nope. Like you didn't have to be. You need to You're trying. She, your, she's your trying to get the no, okay. no. But she's trying to get the crowd into the. Oh, got it. Yeah. So she finds this little outfit and she's bouncing around, but her girlfriend has got small breasts, perky small breasts, and she feels the 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 big the girl with the big breasts feels really 
sad that she doesn't have small perky breasts like oh, her lover. Okay. And so they go to the botch doctors. Mm-hmm. And it was interesting because the the she shows them her, her breasts and the Dubrow guy, Heather's, yeah. Heather uh, says, now, are you straight or do you have a, a is, it, is she your girlfriend, the girl that came? Mm-hmm. She goes, no, this is my girlfriend. Oh, he goes, so it is different. He looks right to the girlfriend and he goes like, so... Yeah, it is different because a guy, he doesn't care how big they are or what they look like. They're just big. Yay. <laughs> but you, you know, I can see that you really care. You want her to be comfortable, to have her back not hurt. And if, oh, yes, <laughs> of course. You know. So, so luckily she could have the surgery. Oh, I see. And yeah. she, and he, and she got, uh, smaller. She got down to a C. I think she was a double D or something. Okay. And she got down to a, a C. Yeah. And I mean, she did look a lot better afterwards. She was doing her DJ and at a lesbian pool party. Lovely. And she had a little tiny, tiny tank top on. Yeah. Little tiny, tiny one. Yeah. I think those days for me are gone. That's the end of the story. <laughs> Never in my fantasy life do I ever think about having like DJing at a... At a bikini pool party. Like, it's like, or, you know. Let's go to a bikini pool party. That's just like, oh, God. At Palm Beach, where it's 105. And that, you know, it's like, do I got to wear a bikini? Yes, you got to wear a bikini. <laughs> like, oh, gosh. Because in some ways, I'll tell you that. when you, you Can't you tell? I'm wearing you, one now. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, I I would buy one of those T-shirts that had the girl wearing a bikini on it. Yeah, and I'm like, look at my T-shirt. Yeah, good. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, uh, it is when you go to a place like like a spa that says uh, clothing optional. Yeah, and that means like you know people are not dressing at the pools and stuff like that. Right, right. You see a whole bunch of body types. I mean, like yeah, you know, and I know. A, a whole range of ages, especially like at Caesar's Palace or something. Not there. <laughs> no. Caesar's Palace has a small little pool area just specifically for naked people. I don't think, though, you're getting 70-year-old people mm. going there. I don't think, because it would just look, it would, I think it would feel funny. Okay. It might feel funny. Yeah. 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 But at a holistic you, place. Yeah. Yes. But so I, I don't know. But I you're can't. talking about a spa spa. Yes. Yeah. Where being naked is a... got to be pretty to go in. No, not at a spa spa. Well, now I'm confused. I'm just saying at a at a more holistic place, you get a wide variety of people oh, coming. You're true. That's true. But if you yeah. go to, if you're going to a bikini DJ pot bar at Caesar's or, Palace, at, at Caesar's Palace, I'm thinking everybody looks a certain way. Yeah, I'm just guessing. I don't yeah. know if it's true. Just or saying. Not. I'm just saying that I think those days have passed for me as well. Mm. And but okay we can talk that. about it though. Yes, we can. You don't talk. have to go there. No, I haven't. I have enough um, imagination to figure yeah. out that I would feel very uncomfortable, yeah. and I would need multiple, multiple support dogs to carry along. <laughs> <laughs> one in the front, and like two, two, of the, two three in the front, three in one in the, the front, back, one in the back. <laughs> it's like she's wearing four support dogs. <laughs> that is what I wear. That's a, that's my job. That's, that's my name. That's what I'm sick of doing. She needs some oodles. <laughs> exactly. Definitely some oodles. All right, girlfriend. So, how's the show today? Oh. It was great. It was great. It was great.